0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and al Hudja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sahlein.org/support. The <laughs> al the historian, he says, on the day of Uhud, only eight people swore allegiance to the Prophet. Eight people stayed. Three of them were from the Muhajireen, Imam Ali alayhi salam, Zubair and talha and five others from the Ansar. One of them was Abu Dujana. Abu Dujana al-Ansari. Abu Dujana was one of those steadfast men who with his last breath, he stood to defend Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi, wa alayhi. The Prophet interestingly asked him in the battlefield. He told him, Abu Dujana, don't you see your people, the Ansar, they fled? He said, yes. The Prophet told him, well, why don't you flee with them? I release you from my bayah. The Prophet's testing him. I release you. You don't have to die here. Go with your people. You know what he said? Look at the iman of some of these companions. We really have to honor them. Especially in our school of thought, you know, oftentimes we forget to mention these great companions and what they did. These are his, his words. He said, La Wallah, la nafsi fi min I swear by God, I will not rescind my allegiance to you. ila man If I leave you, what should I go back to? What do I have in this world? Ila tamut, to my wife, she'll die one day. Waladin yamut, my children will die die one day, my house one day will be ruined, my wealth will be over one day, to my life, my life will end. Look at the iman that he has. Ya Rasulullah, why should I flee from you? Where should I go? What's the value of life without you? All of these things will go. I will stay here and defend my life. The Prophet was very pleased with his words. And he kept fighting so courageously, he sustained many, many wounds until he fell. He fell on his face. When he fell on his face, Imam Ali alayhi salam came, he lifted Abu Dujana, he put Abu Dujana before the Prophet sallallahu alayhi He was literally about to die due to the severe wounds. He looked at the Prophet, he told him, "He told him, Ya Rasulallah, bi bayati. did I fulfill my allegiance with you Ya Rasulallah, did I fulfill my promise? The Prophet told him, yes Abu Dujana, you did and the Prophet started to pray for him. Then the Prophet did a dua such that eyewitness accounts, they instantly the body of Abu Dujana became healed from all the wounds, from the dua of the Prophet so right there on the spot, as he was about to die due to the severe wounds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him. He completely healed him from the wounds through the dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi And he lived. He lived in good health until he became a shaheed in another battle, the Battle of Yamama later on. So this was Abu Dujana. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless his soul and elevate his status. Another great warrior on the day of Uhud was a woman by the name of Nasiba al-Mazaniyya. She was a woman from the Ansar. This she was such an amazing woman. Two of her sons and her husband they came to participate in this battle, and she joined them to help the Muslims. Basically, Abdullah ibn Zaid and Amara ibn Ghaziyah, they were her two sons. Um, Amara was from another previous husband, or no? Abdullah was the son of Zayd, a previous husband. Amara was the son of Ghaziyah who, who was her husband. Abdullah, her first son, he says, I was there at Uhud with Rasulullah I witnessed how the companions all fled basically the battlefield. He says, I saw my mother. She came, she approached the Prophet and she started defending the Prophet. When she saw the men left him, she's like, I... I know women are not supposed to fight, but I can't see Rasulullah being attacked like that. She came and she started to defend the Prophet. He said the Prophet looked at me and he told me, Yabna um Amara." Oh, the son of um Amara. I told him yes. He told him, "Defend me." You see that horseman who's coming? Defend me from him. So he says, "I took an arrow. I shot the horse of the horseman, and he collapsed on the ground." And then. The Prophet saw my mother, Um Amara, and she sustained an injury on her shoulder. So he told me, go to your mother, Ummaka Ummak, go and save your mother. Don't let your mother be in that situation. Go and treat her wound. So he says, I went to my mother and I treated her wound. And the Prophet prayed for all of us. He says, و و May Allah bless you. The father is there, he's fighting. The sons are there defending the Prophet. Imagine an entire family, my dear brothers and sisters, including the mother, she's there in the battlefield, defending the Prophet When Umm Amara heard this dua from the Prophet, she was flying with happiness and joy to hear those words from the Prophet Then she told him, Ya Rasulullah, she was smart, she knows how to bargain. She told him, Ya Rasulullah, ud'u lana, Ya Rasulullah, we want to be with you in paradise, with you, with your status. The Prophet sallallahu said, Allahumma aj'alhum rufaqai fil jannah. The Prophet accepted that request, he said, Oh Allah, make them my companions and with me in paradise. Um Amara would say, after I heard this dua from the Prophet, I don't care what happens to me in this world. I know Jannah is awaiting for me with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Look at this amazing great woman. So she was amongst the really warriors in the battle of Uhud. Amongst the interesting miracles that happened in the battlefield when it comes to healing, there was a warrior defending the Prophet by the name of Qatada ibn numan His eye, one of his eyes were shot by an arrow, or I think with with a spear, such that the eyes fell out of their socket. Imagine, imagine the scene. His eye is in his hand. So the hadith states, he held his eye in his hand and he stood before the Prophet and he said, Ya Rasulallah, I just got married and my wife is young. If she's going to see me without an eye, She's not going to like me anymore. So do a dua for me. The Prophet ﷺ with his blessed hand, he took his eye, he put it back in his place and Allah miraculously gave him back his eyesight. This man was Qatada ibn numan Qatada says, he witnesses, he says, I swear by God, when I got older, and usually as you get older, you know, especially back then, your eyes would get weaker, weaker, there was no you know contact lens or eyeglasses, he says until the last day of my life I had the best vision amongst my people, I would see in my old age better than everyone else and this is the barakah of the Prophet Another miracle is Abdullah ibn Atik, he says I was struck on my hand such that my hand was amputated, so I held my amputated hand with the other hand, I came to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi I told him, Ya Rasulullah, I'm in so much pain, help me. He said, the Prophet took my hand, he just basically stuck it to my upper arm, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me back my arm. These miracles, by the way, do, did happen. You know, it's true that the Prophet's greatest miracle was the Quran, but these types of miracles would happen in the battlefield, where Allah would miraculously cure people through the barakah of the Prophet. Imagine a Prophet Isa salam would do that. Rasulullah is the greatest messenger of God, why not? but the most one who really was healed on that day was Imam Ali Alayhi salam. Anas ibn Malik, he says Imam Ali was brought to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi on the day of Uhud and he had over 70 wounds in his body. I mean how much can a body handle? Can you imagine 70 wounds? Yani his entire body was struck, he was in a, in a very difficult situation. Anas, Anas ibn Malik, he's the witness, and it says, I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi take his blessed hand, wiping the body of Imam Ali, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instantaneously healed those wounds. This was the barakah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi.